welcome to No Instructions. I'm Bob. And I'm Josh. And we're going to try this again. We just recorded for a few minutes. Yeah, about eight to ten minutes. And then it's gone. Nobody will to ever hear it. Nothing. It just disappeared. The uh, delay that we were recording on wasn't recording, so we're going to just do it again. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, but let's change it up. Let's don't try to recreate what we just said. Right. Because that's let's just going to sound unauthentic. Inauthentic. Inauthentic. Anti-authentic. Anti-authentic. I like that word. That's nice. Used to be a smart person. What you working on over there? I'm continuing on with the Mustang, whatever year this is, the Lego Experts Blue Mustang. Is it a 69 or 67? It should, it's probably Does it have a year? Thing. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's 67, 67. on the, uh, the license plate. Yep. 1967. That's cool. I am uh, just about done with bag 9 of 10. Of Vader's castle it's a pretty cool set one of the things I like about this and I did this last week but I didn't point it out see how the this main big wall is at an angle mm -hmm. and then this platform is hanging off that wall but it's not at an angle oh it's because it yeah that's smart it's got a little hook mm -hmm. and it's funny because I forgot to put that in there at first and so basically his bedroom was at a like 15 degree angle mm -hmm. which would have been weird um, it's kind of neat though. They're they're using these hinge pieces just to hold things in a slant, which I think is kind of cool. But yeah, I'm just about done with this set, which is cool because I'm ready to start that um, that transformer model. You've got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> I have so much stuff to do. I keep buying models and different kits and stuff, even though. Yeah, you uh, got that new Optimus model. You got the Lego lightsaber. Yeah, yep. I may do that one next because that would be like probably a one-day type thing. Um, yeah, I have several things to do, uh, several model kits that I would like to work on. And I'm not really sure. I mean, I did that one model on here one time, mm -hmm. but it didn't require much. This is a snap-together, you know, no real paint required. So it'll be interesting to see how these other ones pan out. But yeah, so I'm almost done with this one. Um, so we talked in our... Um, Lost recording about you going to Murph. Murph, the Midwest Rep Rap Festival. Fill people in on what that is. So it is a 3D printing convention with very enthusiastic and deeply um, dedicated 3D printing fans and companies that were there. So it was kind of like a trade show and kind of like really, really deep affinity for all things additive manufacturing. So, it was fun. Um, I don't think you would have had a good time. And we were asked, you asked me why I didn't think you had a good time. I totally kicked a microphone. This episode is just... We're doing so well. Doing super well. <laughs> anyway, I don't think you would have had a good time because there was no, like, there was, there was not a thing. Yeah. It was all meandering and talking and, like, chit-chat. But chit-chat about stuff that... Um, you admitted earlier that you think that I am more into 3D printing as just a uh, like a hobby or something to be enthused about than you are. And so that's the main driver of all the conversations there. About printers, about filament, about things to be printed, about people in the community. And so I, I, as I walked around the first day, because I went with an agenda, I wanted to solve some problems. Like I wanted to be able to print nylon here. I wanted to try to be able to get the CR10 3D printer that we have in there, like printing beautifully. So I, I wanted to solve certain problems.
problems that I had. And I did those in probably the first 40 minutes of being there <laughs> on the setup day. <laughs> right. So I talked to Chuck Hellebuck from uh, Filament Friday. Mm-hmm. Or C-H-E-P, I think is the name of his channel. Yeah, he does really amazing stuff. Has yeah. really great videos. Really nice guy. Told me everything I needed to know. Pointed me to the products that we needed to get. I walked over to the few people that were actually selling them there. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, I'm done. <laughs> and then there was still like two days of the thing left. And I'm like, oh boy. And I didn't know as many people there because these are, again, these are like super fans of 3D printing, not just like the the making or general type people that really um, follow along to what we're doing. Like it's a whole another subculture of 3D printing enthusiasts. And yeah. I was introduced to it. And along with that, like I met some really awesome people and they have like the after party kind of thing, which normally happens at most of these places. And I'm, I'm not a huge drinker, but I mean, it's, there was drinks and there was candy and there was cupcakes, which I thought was kind of fun because it's not just a bunch of belligerent, loud, angry people. Like there are people having a drink, eating cupcakes, talking about uh, driver boards and <laughs> going through firmware updates on a laptop. And so it was, it was different, but it was interesting. Oh, sorry. Jump in a bag. So you think you definitely could have gotten out of it what you got in a few hours? Yeah. Um, I think the, like, Friday was supposed to open at 5, and I got there at noon. There were still a bunch of people. And then there's a Saturday and then even a Sunday. And so I think, like, the day on Saturday would have been absolutely more than enough. But it was absolutely jam-packed. They sold a whole bunch of tickets to a place that, I mean, I, I guess would have been appropriately sized. It was in a 4-H, like, fairgrounds next to the animal auctions. So you could have bought a pig after talking about the Railcore 3D printer for an hour. But that, You should have, uh, just so that you could have claimed that. I just that could have had awesome. that sentence in yeah. my resume. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys? One time, I went to a 3D printing thing, and I bought a pig. Yeah. <laughs> the end. All right, next story. That would have been good advertising for a company. Just like write your name on the side of a pig and let it go. <laughs> there you go. But it was it was crazy packed. And so I don't think if I would have done this the one day on Saturday, if I would have got all the my questions answered. So, oh, right. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. Hmm. It was neat. Um, I don't know if I'll go again. It was like a five-hour drive up there. Hmm. But uh, thank Joel Telling and Sean Conley for letting me crash in their room. They're amazingly nice people. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, Joel Joel ruled that world. It was kind of fun to witness that. <laughs> but, so while I was there, what were you doing? What was I doing? Uh, my family went on spring break this last week without me. Well, Purposely? I, I or did they forget you? Like, they forgot time. me. Yeah, I was like, I went to the bathroom and I came out and they were gone and it took them 12 and a half hours to realize. No, I, we had this thing to work on that's behind us. If you're watching the video, there's a thing behind us that you may have noticed. You don't get to see that part. Yeah. Um, and it's not out yet, but it will be out very soon. And we had a deadline and we finished it today. So Woo. if we hadn't, if I hadn't stayed last week, we couldn't have finished it uh, in time. So uh, they went to Florida on the kids' spring break and I stayed here and did stuff around the house worked on this thing and worked on a couple of other things and yeah so i was here you had a productive week yeah it was productive i mean 
it's one of those things like I always feel <clears throat> when my family is gonna unfortunately over the last couple of years I've not gone on a lot of trips with them well there have been a lot of trips that they've gone on that I have not gone on and that's usually due to work um, I think just that's part of being self-employed and you know maybe poor planning on our part as far as we don't necessarily plan family trips far enough in advance for me to adjust my work schedule to mm. make room for them. And so a few times over the last couple of years, I've missed these trips. And I always think ahead of time, <clears throat> like it's a bummer I'm not going, but it's going to be awesome. I'm going to get so much work done. As soon as they leave, I'm like work mode and I'm going to work late and then I'm going to get up you know, with a little sleep and I'm going to work and then mm. I'm going to work and then I'm going to work and then... I'm going to work some more. And they left. And about two hours later, I was like... Did you take a nap? No. Okay. <laughs> about two hours later, I'm like, all right, they need to come back. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You miss it them? Was, yeah. It yeah. was just weird. Like, I... It's not that I don't have the motivation to work, but, like, I would much rather be with them doing nothing than working by myself all the time. Hmm. You know? Like, and, and in a week span, it's okay. Like, I did get a lot done. I did work a lot but I don't enjoy that like I used to a week is a long time to be gone on a, on a trip especially by yourself I mean, that that's a lot of work for your wife and on oh, the yeah. kids and then yeah my wife was gone for two days last week but she went to go see her her dad who was in Tennessee on business and so I had that same thing like all right I'm gonna go out to the shop I'm gonna take care of stuff because we have this office thing that we're trying to put together downstairs uh, I'll watch this. I'll watch this movie I've wanted to watch that like my wife doesn't care about. My kids can't watch, and I sat down on the couch and fell asleep. What movie was it? Uh, I wanted to watch Vice, hmm. and I sat down and I fell asleep with the remote in my hand. Like I didn't order it yet. <laughs> I didn't get that. You far. didn't even get that far. No, <laughs> I had the remote in my wow. hand. I think my phone in the other because this is 2019 and that's what you do. And I woke up at like 5.30 in the morning <laughs> in my same clothes. Uh, I was like, well, there went my, my day to hang out with myself. Like, that kind of backfired. That's funny. I did watch a couple of movies. Like, a, a few nights I worked until 11, 11.30. Um, <clears throat> but I did uh, sit down to watch... Well, I watched Into the Spider-Verse again with my brother and so his family. Good. It was just excellent. And then I was looking for another movie to watch, and I just couldn't come up with anything that I hadn't seen that I wanted to see. It was kind of weird. Hmm. Like, I, in my mind, there's this backlog of movies that I never mm -hmm. got around to seeing, but when it comes to, like, the unlimited resource of Amazon Prime and yep. Netflix and Hulu, I was just like, I don't, I don't know, I've seen that. I mean, that one's like two hours and 15 minutes, and that's kind of, I'm old, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it was a lot of it's that. It's good that you know your limitations. I uh, go in blindly, I'm like, okay, uh. <laughs> I ended up watching The Matrix, because hmm. um, we were talking about the it before we was here, yeah. And so I watched that, and it, it was it was good. It was nice to watch it again. But it's funny how there were parts of it that just didn't hold up like I expected them to. Because really? it's been so long since I've seen it, I'd kind of forgotten that even though it's futuristic, there are certain things about it that are extremely dated. Like, hmm. they... You know how like anytime a movie envisions the future, they have one ideal, but reality goes a different direction. So the further you get from when that was made, the further from reality that future is. And so like when they show this 
kind of modern, I guess it's not future, but the everybody's in like shiny leather clothes with like the little round glasses that mm-hmm. clip on your nose and all this stuff that like you look at now and you're like, man, nobody would ever wear that stuff. Nobody, you know, like at what point was that the ideal of cool that we were going to get to in the, the future fake mm. computer world or whatever? Mm. So there's stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> and just, it was interesting to see. And then a few nights later, I was like, yeah, I should just, I'll watch another one tonight. Hey, I can watch the second Matrix. I don't even remember what happened there. Yeah. And I got to the end of that one. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I don't need to watch the third one. I remember now that 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 one was unfulfilling. Yeah. So, and there was no J-Lo in any of these movie experiences. (laughs) You remember me talking about seeing them at the Matrix? Oh, is that the movie you were watching at the... Oh, okay. It was the second Matrix movie was when we saw Ben Affleck and J-Lo in all white in the movie theater. Well, for those listeners who haven't seen a Matrix trilogy... Um, you may find yourself going, oh, I know, I need to watch the second and the third one. Uh, I'm going to advise against that. It's going to seem logical. Just stop at the first one. I mean, honestly, I didn't I didn't hate the second one, but I remember being at the end of the third one and being like, well, that didn't really pan out like mm-hmm. I was hoping. You know what I mean? But they filmed those two, if you haven't seen them, they filmed those at the same time, and they are made to be a single viewing pretty much. It's, oh, maybe that's my problem. It's like you get to the last shot and you're like, what? And then it says like the Matrix will continue or whatever on screen. And the third movie picks up, I think like a couple minutes later or something. I don't remember. And I'm not going to watch it to find out because I don't care. But speaking of movies continuing, did you get your Endgame tickets? Got my Endgame tickets. Don't have any idea how we're going to get through that whole movie without a potty break with four kids. So, I'm already kind of bummed about that, because <laughs> I know I'm going to miss something. Actually, Jenny did say, like, I'll take him to the bathroom. Aw. You know, I'll sit on the end, closest to the aisle. You can sit right in the middle. I'll take him to the bathroom if they have to go. Were you able to get... I, I got tickets for Thursday, and there were pretty much nothing but aisle seats left. So, I got middle of the row Sunday afternoon, like Sunday lunchtime. Middle of the row? Like, in the center of the theater? In the center of the okay. theater. Yeah, second row from the back. Which in our theater, that's like the, that's my favorite spot. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm I'm really anxious for that movie to come out. It's, uh, they've done an excellent job of not telling anything mm-hmm. and building I the seen hype. Seen very that many movie. toys, like yeah. I haven't seen many Lego sets or anything. So nope. I, I love that we're going into this pretty much blind. I also heard some interesting things about the trailers that they've shown so far. Uh huh. Theoretically, and Kevin Feige said this is mostly true, every piece of footage we've seen so far is from the first 20 minutes of the movie. Ooh. Of a three-hour movie. Now, I've seen more than I've wanted to see of the, the trailers. <clears throat> um, like, I've seen now that, like, Tony Stark and stuff, like, they're all together. There's a shot of everybody together. They also said that some of the footage, they actively said, the directors, some of the footage in the trailers is fake. Ooh. To throw like us off. Well, I don't like that, actually. No, <laughs> I do. I, don't I think like it's that pretty great. <laughs> I didn't like that in Endgame, where the trailer was different. In, in Infinity War? Or in Infinity War, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It made me feel like they changed something at the end, but I guess if they're trying to trick me, I yeah. don't know. They actively said on this one, like, some of what you're seeing is not real for the trailer. So, And, you know, it could be, like, slight changes. Like, there was one... Uh, <clears throat> there's one 
shot in one of the trailers where Tony and Cap are talking to each other and they're like shaking hands. He's like, you trust me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a set photo of that same scene or the same setup. That moment? Yeah. But Cap is wearing a different costume. Like he's wearing his the original. No, 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 no. He's wearing his original like Captain America 1 costume. Hmm. But in the trailer, he's not. And so they're saying, you know, some people are like, well, for the trailer, they just hid his costume, and that's some of the false information. So, like, in that case, it's, you know, technically the scene is still the same, but they're modifying it a little bit to be mm. different. So, I don't know. It's I'm good d- that they keep the, like, Easter eggs you missed YouTube channels yeah. employed. They absolutely do. I think those are kind of ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But I still click on them every once in a while. <laughs> like, did I miss yeah. something? I don't I mean, yeah, I've seen Empire Strikes Back like 300 times. I'm pretty sure I didn't miss any Easter eggs. And I but. think that's where it is, is that <laughs> they're, they're pandering to people who yeah. maybe don't care as much or who are going like, oh, my friends want to go see this movie and I haven't really seen it, so kind of catch up. me up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, be. I paid adequate attention the first time. I don't yeah. need to spend 10 minutes of my day you confirming that because I just want to enjoy the movie. Apparently somebody's building a piece of furniture above us. There's a drum circle. So that's fun. Um, Maybe the Helm's Deep scene is going on upstairs. Hmm. I saw another movie. This. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, have you ever seen Logan Lucky? What is going on? A uh, newer movie with um, Kylo Ren in it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. I was surprised. I really liked that movie. It wasn't. Okay, hold on. The <laughs> drums. <laughs> you're, you're banging on the ceiling like you've got a loud tenant above you. You gotta do the broomstick. You gotta do it, yeah. Well, might poke a hole. Whoop. They're gonna start communicating back with you soon. Okay. Seemed to have helped. Logan Luck, yeah, about the guys that are. It's like a redneck version of, or hillbilly version of Ocean's Eleven. Yes. That's That's perfect. It was directed by Steven Soderbergh, who did oh, okay. Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> but it's the same heist feel, you know, uh, with an entirely different set of mm-hmm. characters. And it's got Daniel Craig playing a good old boy. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. It's so weird. There's a couple of times where I'm like, oh, yeah, that dude is super British. Yeah. And I have a theory. I've never really spoken to many British actors, but I think it's easier for an, an Englishman or an English lady to... Have a, a hillbilly or redneck accent than it is to have like an American accent. I could see that. It's it's a character. Yeah, I think it's Car- easier caricature? transition. Caricature. Yeah, caricature. I think so. Yeah. I had some friends from England who um, used to come over and visit on occasion, and they loved doing that voice. They would do like a country boy, country girl voice, mm-hmm. and they were pretty good at it. So you might be right about that. So, so I went to an air show. I was in the air show in England, and it was my first time going there. And uh, these kids came up, and they were in, like, this kind of civil air patrol kind of thing. So, like, they were allowed on the airfield and kind of allowed to help people. And they civil were a, air patrol? Yeah, it's a thing here in the United States that kind of, like, prepares young huh. kids for, like, service in the Air Force or aeronautical stuff. But they had that kind of same thing. I forgot what it was called. But these kids came up and, like, asked if I needed help, like, with the helicopter. And I had covers and other things. I'm like, yeah, can you grab that? And this kid looks at me. He's like, yeah, can you grab that? And I'm like, what, what was that? And he's like, what was that? 
And he was trying to do my American accent in his really goofy English accent. I'm like, <laughs> and I just kind of looked at him and he looked at me and kind of giggled. I'm like, that was straight up terrible. He's like, oh, and he oh, that was pretty good. I'm like, no, man, that was horrible. Try again. <laughs> and so he just kind of hung around the weekend that we were there. And I kept calling him John Wayne because he was doing this weird little <laughs> thing in his voice. Trying to perfect his American accent. It's so silly. What does that sound like? It sounds like um like gump, man. It was no, such no, no. A weird... what... Oh man, who is that? There's some character that Oh, it's when Jimmy Fallon does um uh, what's his name? The, the Tom Brokaw. Oh, Tom Brokaw. <laughs> he does that. Anyway, that's not good for anybody else, but I could hear it. I just couldn't figure out who it was. Yeah. Yes, that is a very good movie. I like it. It's got uh, Adam Driver and Channing mm-hmm. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Tatum. He did and, a good job. Yeah, Adam I, Driver's um, accent is like, I guess they were West Virginian. I think they were from West Virginia. Uh, his accent was not believable, but yeah. still really good. You know, it was like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty. I've never time. seen many Channing Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Tater Channing's <laughs> movies. <laughs> but he did a really great job. Channing Taters. Like, he's a like a heartthrobby kind of actor. And they made him play this good old boy. I feel like he's done a few good things was, like that, but I've never seen a whole lot of it. It was real subtle. Yeah. It was what Ben Affleck should aspire to act like. <laughs> you should quit trying so hard and just be chill about it. And so Channing Tatum's, Channing Taters, <laughs> did a really great job. Channing Taters. Being chill in his role. Yeah, it wasn't over the top. Whereas all the other characters were yeah, over the they top. They were caricatures of themselves. Yeah, Katie Holmes, over the top. Like, good old girl who married up. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot she was in that. Yeah. It was good. It was, uh, it was unexpected. Uh, what else? Anything else? We're kind of short. We're like 22 minutes in. There was something else I was going to ask you about. You're going to ask me about? Yeah, and I don't remember what it was. I don't know what it was. Oh, I'm going to Celebration this weekend. What is Celebration, Bob? It's the biggest Star Wars celebration in the world. <laughs> I don't know. What are you, a convention, I guess? Yeah, it's, uh, it's in Chicago this weekend. And... Actually, that's part of why I didn't go on um, <clears throat> spring break that trip because we were planning on going to Chicago this week. Uh, that's, yeah, that's too much being going. Well, yeah, it's just you know we got a lot to do. So this weekend, when the kids get out of school on Friday, we are loading up, driving to Chicago. We're gonna do a day of museums and stuff. And my kids have never seen an actual dinosaur skeleton. And at least my oldest is a dinosaur, like, freak. You mean, like, versus a, a resin cast? No, no, no. He's never seen a, a... He's never been to a museum that had a skeleton on display. Really? Yeah. Because in Savannah, there weren't any. Hmm. And I think the closest one was in Gainesville, Florida, maybe? And I don't know that they ever made it down to that one. It's funny because there's a lot of history museums, but um, only the biggest of the natural history museums have skeletons. <clears throat> so anyway, make him one. We're gonna go, and they're gonna get to see some real skeletons. What are you cool. hoping to experience at Star Wars Celebration? Because you've been once before. Right? Yeah, we went to Orlando two years ago. Um, 
Do you have a checklist of stuff that you were hoping to do before no. that you... Well, I mean, I was hoping we would make costumes. The plan was for the kids to have uh, Mandalorian costumes. Mm-hmm. Jenny was going to have Infus Nest, and I was going to wear Dan the Shore Trooper. Now, none of that is happening. None of it at all. We got two of the helmets done, but we just didn't have time. <clears throat> so, we're just going to go and enjoy it. I'm just going to hang out. I'm looking forward to a trailer being released for episode nine. Dun, dun, dun. Probably. And there's a panel discussion on The Mandalorian on Sunday, which oh, is yeah. when we're going to the thing. So cool. I may get to go to that. I don't know. But I don't know, man. It's just fun. Like, last time we went, the kids were younger, obviously, so they, they still enjoyed it. But I think this time they'll probably get a little bit more out of it. There's just people in costume everywhere. Like, every costume you can think of. There's life-size ships just in the convention center. You can just walk around. Hmm. Um. I mean, there's tons of... <clears throat> but this is know. an officially sanctioned show, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. This isn't like a fan thing no, no, that no. people put on. This is Star Wars this celebration. They, yeah. They're they not just rewarding on. cosplayers by, like, having big name Star Wars people there. This is no. a Disney thing. So you could get, like, official yeah. news or insider yeah. stuff, like, straight from as much as Disney would actually want you to release, not just some spoiler type. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is where, like, they released the trailer last time uh, for whatever, episode 8 or whatever mm-hmm. that was. last. Whenever the last one was, I don't remember. <clears throat> but, yeah, this is where they reveal things, and this is where they have, like, the official discussions with directors and actors and all that type of stuff. What First they... time you saw BB-8 was on stage at a oh, celebration. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I wonder if they're going to talk about um, the Star Wars land at Disney. Yeah, I think, so. I think there's a whole... Being yeah, it's this year. Open. I think there's a whole panel uh, thing on the team, or at least some of the team. Hang on, let me start over. There's a whole <laughs> panel on a stage with the team that created the park. Cool. So they're going to talk a lot about that. There's usually a lot of panel discussions and stuff, but they're huge. Like you're in an arena listening to a panel discussion because there are just so many people at these things and then some of those only happen on saturday only sunday only friday and we only got tickets for one day because it's just so expensive and i think saturday was even sold out by the time we got our tickets so do you have to get tickets for the individual panels or reveals that i don't know because last time we didn't go to any of those we just wandered around Mm. and uh, so i'm imagining like if they were going to release a trailer it wouldn't be in the like Hey, did you get your tickets for the we we're gonna release the trailer panel? They or would do they? Yeah, I think they probably would. They they would. I don't know this, but I would assume that they would have a like an episode nine, you know, whatever. So everybody goes oh, with to the, all the actors. And yeah. Stuff? Okay. And then they show it there for the first time, and then seconds later, yeah. it's on the internet. Because that's when they were like, oh, I, I brought the trailer. I guess we should just watch watch the yeah, trailer yeah. thing. Okay. Just one more thing, guys. Yeah, one of those. I know you guys all came here for something. Yep. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's fun. It It's a cool thing that all of us and our family like that everybody can get excited about. Um, you know, I think, I think it's going to be cool. Now, there are, from what I've seen, like exclusive toys and things that are celebration mm-hmm. only. Have you looked at some of those? I have. Uh, there's actually a, uh, an exclusive Darth Vader... Lego bust. I've seen that. Yeah. And the bad thing is that all of those exclusive toys, there's a lottery. So you have to get on a waiting list because mm. they have limited numbers of them. So you get on a waiting list to get one, 
and then there's a lottery that you can get in for like, you know, people, late people or whatever. And I'm not going to do any of that. So <laughs> I'm not going to get those things. But in fact, that Millennium Falcon model over there, mm -hmm. I got at the last celebration. Oh, cool. And that was two years ago. And it's still right there in the box. Never, never <laughs> touched it. <laughs> but it's a cool model. And it was like, oh, I haven't done a model in a long time. And, it, you know, everything's like, well, those were all 50% off there. Mm. So they were like super cheap. So we got several models. But does and the excitement of, like, this was exclusive to Celebration and, like, you can't get this anywhere else, is, do you have that kind of allure as a previous toy collector? I mean, yeah, I do. But I... I've gotten better over the years about fighting that urge because mm. there's that there is a part of me that jumps up and like oh yeah I want to get that because it's a thing that I'm interested in and then I go wait it's gonna go on a shelf it's like I don't you know there's no reason for me to have it past this very moment like it would be cool to get then no so I've gotten a little better about not doing those things <clears throat> so, and I still have that tendency even like when I go to Target and I see a new Transformer. I'm still like, oh, that's cool. It's like the one I had when I was a kid. I should get... No, wait. Nope, nope, nope. Don't need to buy it. You know. So the kids had to go to the doctor recently. We just got them established here. Mm -hmm. And they had to get uh, shots. And so I, I bribed them up front. You guys do a good job <laughs> at the doctor. We'll go get a toy. Um, my son, Isaac, my middle son, like, he loves Transformers. And so they had a lot of the really cool, like... Kind of G1, like the throwback, taller, yeah. bigger ones. Mm -hmm. And he was like, whoa, Optimus. I'm like, yeah, we can play with that. And then he put it back. Oh. And he got a Beyblade. Ooh. I'm like, well, okay. That Beyblade's a whole lot like all of your other Beyblades. Yep. I, don't, I don't care about those. So yeah. then I got to remember that that toy's not for me. But then again, I did a good job at the doctor, too. <laughs> I didn't kill my kids while I was at the yeah, doctor. They so did I did a great job. So yeah, that is kind of a weird thing. I mean, I, we've probably talked about that before, but I, I want them to want the stuff that I want. <laughs> and When they're younger, it's a lot easier to influence all of that oh, because yeah. like, I want their room to look like X, and they have no say, and they're just surrounded by the toys that you want to play with. And with they, the hopes that they kind of absorb and like these are the things that they like because yeah, they were surrounded they will by reciprocate it. my excitement and it's going to be that primacy. Like It's the thing that they recognize, so they will like it and continue to like it, but then they don't. <laughs> and they like dumb stuff. They get like their own opinions and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think that's part of why, honestly, I like the Star Wars stuff in relation to my family more because it is a thing that we all pretty much like. Yeah. We like it for different reasons. We like it in, to different amounts and everything. But we will all have fun at that celebration, you know, one way or another. Everybody will get something out of it that they enjoy. And that's pretty cool. Because there's not, honestly, not a whole lot of stuff like that that all of us can really be into. Well, you mentioned Into the Spider-Verse earlier. Mm -hmm. My whole family likes that movie. And I had to go to the store the other day, and it was something that we needed for dinner. I don't remember. There was a sense of urgency for me to leave and go. And I got home, and uh, they were watching Into the Spider-Verse, and I had to turn around and leave. And I did that thing that, like, my son does whenever he's supposed to be going to bed, and he just, like tries to see what's on TV and then like slow walks at like a quarter speed out of the room. And that's what I did and eventually just sat down on the edge of the couch. I'm like, oh, this is a good part. It's a very, very good movie. Very, very good. Um, did you watch that Wired video that I was talking about earlier about how they made it? 
Yes, I did. It was really cool. If anybody's seen that movie and has not watched that video, you should because oh, it's fascinating. Even if you're not like a filmmaker or care about cameras or anything, I think what I liked the most, besides all of that stuff, was that a major, that Sony, out of anybody, that Sony gave them the okay to do it. Because Sony traditionally hasn't done all that great with right. superhero movies, according to the fans. I'm sure that, uh, like, metrics and performance data is different because Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man, made a whole bunch of money. But it was really bold, that whole movie. And yeah. for someone to go like, sure, make something that someone has never, ever seen with a character that very few people have ever heard of. Uh, and we're going to stake a huge chunk of our budget yeah. on it. Yeah, and it's not like, here's a few thousand dollars to go make a little animated thing. Like That had to have cost so much money. Yep. It was gigantic. And to be up against uh, Marvel's actual Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, he's still around. It's not like their normal MO for Spider-Man. Like, oh, we need to wait at least a year and a half before we completely hmm. reboot or recast this movie. Like, no, that the other Spider-Man... And the MCU is actively going on. Like, he's supposed to... He's yeah, actually... Oh, maybe not. He's he's turned to ash right well, now. that's true. So someone's got to fill that void. Speaking of... Um, <clears throat> back to Endgame real quick. Uh, somebody interviewed Black Panther. Uh, what's his name? Chad. Chadwick Boseman. Yes, that dude. Yep. And they were like, so what do you... You know, what's up with uh, Black Panther 2? And he just looked at the camera and he's like... And this is on a, on a red carpet somewhere. He looked at the camera and he was like, I'm dead. Like, I'm dead. <laughs> you remember? He's like, why are you even asking me that? I'm dead. And then moved on with the thing. And I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. But also, oh, <laughs> please don't be dead. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, so I put that in the wrong place. my wife <laughs> asked if, because um, she's going to be gone that weekend. When Endgame so, comes up? Yes. Hmm. Ooh, there's so I have my three kids... And um, we were talking about getting a babysitter because my two young kids, I mean, they're three and four, and it's a three-hour-plus movie, and I don't want them to be all irritated and like, I want to go home. So I'm going to hedge my bets and just take my older son. But my wife asked if if we were going together. And I was like, well, yeah. I was like, well, Bob's taking his family. She's like, yeah, are you guys going to go? I'm like, well, no. Really, no. We didn't really plan on it. But I think some of... The fun that I had at Infinity War, besides it just being a good movie, was I got to watch it with someone who reciprocated my feelings about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going to go with my son, and he is excited about it. So it's not just I'm going to go with some random stranger or some person who doesn't care. I was like, But part of me was like, man, I, not that I hope it's going to be good, but there's that additional element of the the ambiance around you like I hope that other people are as excited about this because it makes it really does make the movie better oh, it's yeah. some yeah. like indescribable thing when you're around someone that shares the love of the property as much as you do well I mean going on a Thursday to that movie yep. I, you will be surrounded by people who care about that's it that's why I go to Thursday <laughs> yeah. movies is because those are the people that super care yeah theoretically I don't think you'll have any trouble there I think it'll be a, a rowdy in a good way, crowd. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to go earlier. I mean, it actually is kind of hard for me to wait till a Sunday for that kind of movie. But I also would rather I want I want to see it on a good you know from a good seat and stuff. <clears throat> it's not worth sacrificing a good view mm -hmm. just for you know seeing it a couple days earlier. 
the new theater's got the kickback chairs. So I think even the first I can't couple do that, rows. Man. I yeah, that's true. I guess that would be a decent it's, way to make the. It's my consolation. Like. I I fall asleep no matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's me being old the, again. The thread is real. But like, it doesn't matter what the movie is. If I sit back in that thing, I am falling asleep. I forgot what movie we most recently saw. It was one I wanted to watch and I fell asleep. Aquaman. Oh no, we watched Aquaman. I straight up fell asleep. Hmm. I think I did too. I don't really remember. I don't remember what it was. There was something else where I dozed off. And I remember having a little talk with myself when I sat down in the chair. Don't do it. I'm like, okay, you care about this one. This is not some dumb kids movie that you're enduring because you love your family. Like, you should pay attention. Was it Bumblebee? Uh, I might have dozed off of Bumblebee. Hmm. And then I woke up at the end after the fight, like the big fight. And then the wrestler guy did the stupid trope, like, soldier salute. And I went, ugh. <laughs> I woke up for that. That's funny. My Vader's castle is complete. Bag three is complete. That look at there. Good job. Yay, team! Look at that big old castle. I think it's huge. It, it is pretty. Big. It's pretty cool. What does it do? Uh, oh, it's got the little clamshell dealy that he was in. Yeah, and a little tiny holographic. What is uh, this business over here? I don't know. It's got like a purple gem thing. It's a. I don't know what that is. Hyper crystal something. It's got a little lava uh, shoot. <laughs> lava fall. It's not a waterfall. Is that the kitchen? That's the kitchen. That's the outdoor kitchen. It's where he can... With like, the paint roller that we mentioned that one he time. He can grill stuff mm-hmm. on Mustafar. Yeah, that's a cool set. Imagine it wouldn't be very difficult to grill Probably things not. on Mustafar. You just walk outside and you have like a totally perfectly grilled hot dog. Just like a bunch of kebabs as you hold them. <laughs> and then walk back inside and eat your dinner. And then take your helmet off. Eat while you survive until you have to put your helmet back on. So you, you never see Vader eat. He probably doesn't have to because he has this little like bathtub tube here mm-hmm. that he's in. I'm he's sure good. that the bacta that he's floating in probably has food in it. The medical juices that help him yeah. live. It's it's like just blue Gatorade, and so that's basically all he needs to survive. But in the prequels, just his legs were burned off, not of any of his like gastrointestinal tract at all that we know of. Because it doesn't look like there's a lot of room for a colostomy bag in that suit. <laughs> That's true. But then does he have a bathroom? Or is he just, got, just well, the, the tank thing? It probably, maybe that's what the lava waterfall is. let it is. go. It just, it's just like a, a bucket that goes into his lava Ooh, fall. Plumbing on Mustafar would be pretty efficient. Cause it you just could just, burns up. You could just drop it all down <laughs> from like a hole in the floor. And it just lands into lava. That's what this thing is. <laughs> that's, that's his space toilet. Space potty. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. How about mm-hmm. we wrap it up? You want to? Yeah, let's <laughs> okay, do it. Cool. Uh, where can people find you? On Instagram at the PI Workshop or Twitter at Josh Makes Stuff. You had to remember that. I did. <laughs> not not spending a lot of time to on not, Twitter. I'm trying to spend less time on social media. Yeah, me too. We should talk about that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you can find me and, well, us, all of us, at I Like to Make Stuff on all the stuff. And we will see you next week. Later this week for next week. We'll we'll see you in a couple days. At some point. Yeah. Later. Bye-bye.